We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to another episode of talking halos i am your host today jared timms and i am joined alongside my co-host my partner in crime nate green nate how are you doing outstanding jared how about you love the enthusiasm that just that signals that's the off season isn't it because the atlanta braves are world champions they beat the they beat the dodgers in the nlcs they beat the astros in the world series and the SoCal team, really, honestly, the Braves were really SoCal loaded. Were they not? When you look at it, it's crazy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Freeman, Freed, uh, Jock, a lot of SoCal guys. You Darnell. J- Jesse, Jesse Chavez, former Angel, now yep. World Series champion. Good for him. <laughs> no, very good for them. Like that's the, that's that's the type of team that you you kind of refer to win the World Series, like. As Angels fans, like, there is no reason to hate the Braves. There really isn't. Like, you have a bunch of SoCal guys. Like I said, Freddie Freeman played at the same little league as me. I, I kind of grew up worshiping him, in a sense, because, you know, he was the man. Saw him play some of his first games in, in Florida, which was kind of a fluky thing. And it's just a great thing to see him get the World Series. Kind of sucks that we didn't get to see the third best player in baseball, you know, win a World Series. But he got he got the ring. So I it 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 probably isn't the same for Acuna, but man, like that team is that team's fun. It's loaded. It's just it's good to see a team that you I guess kind of actually like win the World Series because like I said, it wouldn't have been fun if the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Astros would have won it. You know, so I, I I'm happy for for the Braves and their fans. They they very much so deserve it, and it was just. It was just a lot of fun, especially after all the political drama that happened with them. Like, we don't need to get into that because I know me and you don't do politics, but I mean, just just such a good thing for for Atlanta and for the Braves fans. You know, just bring a World Series home. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, making us the greatest, the best Angels podcast out there. I truly believe we are the best Angels podcast. If you like what we have going on here, don't 
don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening so you can get notifications. Follow us on social media, mainly on Twitter. It's where you can find everything. That's where we do a lot of questions and, and such like that, like we're going to do tonight with all the fan mail. We will answer. We have a bunch of questions. I'm super excited for for all of that. I know we have a lot of great answers as well. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims, and you can follow Nate on Twitter at NateGreen34. So, Nate, should we just jump right into this fan mail? I know we got quite a bit, so... Yeah, uh, let's do it. All right, let's do it. So, first question comes from Wesley11798 is his at. And great question here, minor league question. I think Errol Vera can make it to the top 100 next year. I'll start it off by saying I absolutely do believe he can. Uh, everything that I've seen, I mean, I, I've really praised the kid. And like I said, kid, because I think he's only 18 or 19 years old right now, and it's really a lot of fun to watch him. Advanced approach to the plate. Honestly, advanced everything. You, you, you kind of watch him out there, and I've been saying it for a while that he reminds me a little bit of Francisco Lindor. And that's honestly like... I don't think it ends up being Francisco Lindor, but it really is a lot of fun to watch this kid, and I, I'm excited for Vera's future. I don't know if you have anything else to say about that. I, I definitely think he has a chance. He just has to play some games. I know this was his first year um, playing in the in the system, like actually in the system, not in, it's in uh, fall league and all that. So I think if he goes out there and plays well, You'll, you could see him in the top 100 um, come, what, a couple weeks after the draft? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, it depends on who you talk to, too. I mean, because I, I've been praising him a lot. I think a lot, of, a lot of people who've watched him know what he does. But then again, you know, how many – an MLB pipeline, you look, you look at pipeline, how many of those guys have really gone and watched – Errol Vera play. How many of those guys have, have watched the 66ers play? You know, probably not too many of them. I mean, Fangraph, same thing. Like, everybody knows who he is, and everybody knows there's, you know, good things coming, but nobody's really seen him. So I, I think you hit it on the nose. Let the kid play some games, and, and we'll kind of see where it goes from there. So, great question. Next question comes from Matt Benigno, I think is how you say it. I'm sorry, Matt, if I botched it. He says, I know the Angels will probably look into the free agent market for new players, but do you see them bringing back some of their own, like Rysel Iglesias? I know we'll get to this on Monday because we're going to start our offseason shows on Monday, but Nate, Rysel Iglesias and Alex Cobb probably have to be right at the top of the list of guys you're bringing back, right? Iglesias for sure. Um, you know, Cobb, I'm still up in the air on, depends on. The contract he will sign, and I mean, we talked about this on our last show, what has been the key to success in the postseason? Availability. And that was something that Cobb lacked a little bit for us. When he was available, he threw well. But uh, can he stay healthy for a full season? I don't remember the last time that was. Was that three years ago with Baltimore? His like first, maybe his second year in Baltimore? So yeah, um, it's been a while since he's been able to pitch every fifth day or so, so... That's going to be a question mark. I think Dexter Fowler comes back on a minor league deal. Um, those are the two guys that I think right off the top of my head will come back. Yeah, I think Fowler's coming back for sure. I know that's kind of a weird name that most people aren't thinking of, but 
A- absolutely, I, I I'm 100% in on that. I think they need to bring him. They need to bring him back. And and during spring training, Brandon Marsh, Joe Adele, and Jordan Adams sit right next to him and just learn, and learn and learn and learn as much as you can in that one month. And if Fowler plays well, and he's I mean, he is getting old, but if he plays well and can show the leadership that the Angels need, I mean, put him on the roster. The, the Angels, it can only be a good thing. It really can if he makes the roster. That means he had a fantastic spring and that he's going to be there with Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh and even Mike Trout. I mean, not saying that that Mike Trout needs leadership by any means, but it's you know not never, ever a bad thing to have a guy like that in the clubhouse. Hint, hint, Tory Hunter, circa whenever that was. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm with Fowler. I think when it comes to the rest of the players, if they're the right players, you bring them back. You, you want guys that want to play in the organization, not guys that are just coming, you know, and, and want the money and, and, and such like that. I'm not saying anybody wants that because there aren't too many guys in baseball that are just playing for money. They are out there, but there there really are not that many guys a lot of these guys love the game and they, they really do love what they do so as long as they're the right fit doesn't necessarily need to be the biggest splash but there's a team to be built out there there's a playoff team and you don't always need your best players the Atlanta Braves just proved that so we'll just kind of see you know how the offseason goes great question there from Matt I and I also think that Bryce Iglesias has to be number one on the list because you mentioned it no, like he's he's the dude. He's you you build the bullpen around him. There's a lot of key contributors out there, but you, you gotta build the bullpen around somebody and I think that's that's the guy. You know, you gotta give him three years, you gotta give him whatever he wants because he's gonna be there closing out ninety wins next year, you know, ninety wins for the next three years. So I, I'm I'm excited. This is gonna be a really fun off season. So could be a long Jared, off season, but it's gonna be a fun one. What were you gonna say? Jared Tim's big closer guy. <sighs> Get out of here. That's that's not how we roll. I I, I we don't need to get into this. We know how I am with the closer. I, I think that if the you, last you three outs, of, the last three outs of the game are different. I, I I agree with that. I just think that you need the right guy, and I think the Angels have found the right guy. We we've we've talked about this a lot. You need to find the right guys. It, Max Scherzer might not be the right guy. Justin Verlander might not be the right. Marcus Stroman might not be. It is not the right guy. Let's just say that right now. Marcus Stroman's probably not the right guy for for the Angels. So. You know why? Rysel Iglesias is the right guy. We we saw it this year. He proved it. He's the right guy, and and that's what the Angels need. The Angels need those right guys to to make it to the postseason. They don't need those big contracts that they that they've been signing. And I, and I think that I, I think that Artie's kind of trying to figure that out a little bit. As weird as that sounds, so and we can just leave it at that. I I, I don't want to get into it that much more. So great question, Matt. You know, got us. Kind of got us on a little heated, uh, a little heated stool there, so I'm excited for that one. Next one comes from, wow, this is quite interesting. Swag Dad or, yeah, no ho ho me. I, I don't know. That's a that's a great name though. Um, they have to say, what are the chances Artie will step up and sign an ace, Scherzer, Verlander, Kershaw, and number two like Sonny Gray, and Kyle Anna and. Kyle Seeger, no, Corey Seeger at shortstop. So Nate, I know we just talked about this, but just reiterate what you know we think the plans are this offseason. Does he sign an ace? Um, the way history has has been the past 
what, six, seven years? I would say no. Um, he signs a guy who used to be an ace, possibly. But does he sign a real ace? Unlikely. Um, does he go get Corey Seager? I, I want to say no. But, but it just know. makes so much sense. Right. And, and, like, I don't think it's going to happen. But, I mean, did we think we were getting Albert Pujols? No. Did we think we were getting Anthony Rendon? No. Did we end up with those guys? Absolutely. So, when it comes to Artie in the offseason, you always expect to the unexpected. Anytime you hear um, there is a, a mystery team, it's probably the Angels, nine times out of ten. And it's usually for a big-name hitter. So, I could see him getting Seager. And would I be upset? No. Would I be happy? I, I think indifference the right word. Yeah, and I think I, I'll just mention our next question here, too, because it's basically the same question. It came from David Meredith. Uh, do you think the Angels will go after any big-name starting pitching or bullpen? Um, to answer both those questions... I think there are three plans out there, <laughs> and that's a horrible thing. Like, if we're talking about there being three plans, and we are one hour out of the World Series being one, I think there there's an issue. I hope there's not three plans. There's, but I think there is. I think there's Artie's plan. I think there's Perry's and Staff's plan, and I think that there's Joe Madden's plan. And I can't see a world where all three of those work I, I really don't I think that I think that there are those are three completely different baseball minds and, and, and it's 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 an unfortunate situation that the angels that the angels are here because you have Artie Moreno who's the business mind fantastic business mind like I would love to sit down and talk business with him all day because he is he's an unbelievable business mind whether you like him or not he is great at what he does and that is business same thing with John um, with uh, with John Carpino fantastic business mind they do the business side of things they do a great job with that business side of things look at what they've turned the angels into it's not a baseball mind though you have perry manassian who is a baseball mind who's been around the game for a long time who's in the front office who has the analytics who has the numbers who has all of that background and then you have joe madden who is the manager who has the coach's background and he who thinks he knows the on-field what they need on field and what they what they need. So I'm I'm worried about that. That's my biggest fear this offseason is that those three basically take turns on who they get and, and this team just does not mesh. One person needs the rain and, and if it's Joe Madden, so be it. That's that's fine. If it's Artie, I don't think it is Artie. <laughs> I, I, I because of what we've seen in the past, but if it's Artie so be it. You know he's going to go out and spend three hundred million dollars on on pitching, and you know that might win the Angels World Series for all, for all we know. I, I I don't know if it's Perry and spent three million dollars on pitching. <laughs> I mean, would you put it past him to go sign Scherzer and like all those names that we just mentioned? Would you put it past Artie to go out there and do it? You know, and 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 offer five million. St- to seven million dollars more than what any other team offers, so that they come to Anaheim. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past Artie. What Artie wants, Artie gets, and that's one hundred percent fine. You know, he's the owner of the team, and and that that's the way it's got to be. And so be it. You know, but like I said, back back to what I was saying. I think there are three plans, and I don't. 
I, I I hope that somebody gets to step up and get their get their plan made. I hope it's Perry because I'd love to see what Perry Perry does because he he made a pretty nice bullpen for the Angels. The, the pitching wasn't wasn't really that bad. There's there's a lot of guys that have stepped up and that have done really good things. It's just the injuries, and and I think we can finally say the injuries killed the Angels this year. It really did. You got to hope that Trout comes back healthy. You got to hope that Rendon comes back healthy, and it's. It's gonna be interesting. So I, I don't, I don't think they sign a big name guy. I really don't. I think that everybody's gonna want him to, and like, like it's been the past couple off seasons with Garrett Cole, which I would love Garrett Cole, not at the price. I would love him though, and Trevor Bauer. There is no way. I, I I I don't think I think everybody wanted Trevor Bauer, but I think we were the only ones that were like, no, Trevor Bauer doesn't fit this team. I, I it's that's a that is a cultural thing that I I don't think is gonna work out. Like. Can you imagine Trevor Bauer, you know, granted everything that's happened, but like in the clubhouse with Mike Trout and in the clubhouse with with Shohei Otani with his camera just walking around like, I just don't, I don't want to see that, you know, like that's not, that's not entertaining to me, I don't think. I mean, it'd be cool, I guess, to see Trout and Otani in the background behind them and, and such like that, but those guys aren't those, that type of guys, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where, like... This question just took us on like a huge left-hand turn, but it's, it'll be interesting to see where this offseason goes, and I don't know if you have anything else to say about that. I think our plan is, we'll come out with our plan on Monday, Nate, if that's if that works for you. I, I'm just going to say, would you be shocked if he signed? No, I wouldn't be. You can say whatever name you want, I'm going to say no. I, I was going to say, one of the shortstops and Chris Bryant, would you be shocked? No, I, I wouldn't be. Like, And, and for, that's... I don't know where... like. I, I, that wouldn't shock me. Like you, you could tell me right now, like you trade one of the outfielders for a pitcher and all of a sudden already gets his guy. He gets his two big name hitters. And then we go get a, uh, a leftover pitcher that, you know, probably shouldn't be on whatever team he is anymore, but we took him anyway. Is that such a, is that such a bad off season? Like I know everybody wants pitching and that's, that's the route it's going to go. I've, I, I already know the Angels are pitching, pitching, pitching this offseason. But is that such a bad thing to do? Like the Angels went out and they signed Chris Bryant to play the outfield and traded away Marsh and Anna Dell and got Luis Castillo <laughs> or Herman Marquez. But but that's not the guy they would get in this scenario. They would I, get I like the Alex Cobb type guy where it's like, uh, we wouldn't be super excited. He might pitch well and that would be awesome. But it wouldn't excite us. We would go get, like, um, I'm trying to think of who who a good name to, to, to pick from would be. Alex, like, Alex Wood. No, he's a free agent. Can't do that. Oh, uh, we're trading guys. Um, they're gonna go get David Price and and um, and Lance Lynn or somebody like somebody ridiculous like that. You know, Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, I, I that's the guy. They would go get Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees for for like Marsh and like we would be like What? That? Ooh. But we got Chris Bryant and whatever shortstop. Like I don't know. That I could so see that happening and yeah. I don't know. We'll like starting, starting to play starting to play scenarios in my head. Like I'm not opposed to a, a Chris Bryant in the outfield. You go trade for I don't know somebody somebody big like if you can go back to Miami and Miami's starving for 
Joe, Joe Adele in Miami is exactly what Joe Adele needs. That would be perfect for him. You go get a starter for Joe Adele, Joe Adele's going to go crush it. Like, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but you know the Angels, like the Marlins have a surplus in pitching. The Angels are going to be knocking at their door all offseason because they have controllable starters. The Angels have already done it. The Angels, the Angels and, and, and Marlins tried to swap Martian and Max Meyer. I mean, that that's that is what it is. So, man, dude, these two questions are, are interesting. Like I, the off season is that if we're already getting into this right now. Like this is going to be a fun off season. It's we're going to be going back and forth who we want, who we don't want. It, it's we're usually pretty spot on with this stuff. So, so I'm excited. Let's get on to our next question. It's kind of an interesting question because I think that somebody wrote an article. Somebody in the Royals circle. I don't know if it was the Royals circle, but. A writer for Bleacher Report wrote an article saying that it was a kind of ridiculous trade, but it was for Max Stassi, and I think this is kind of where this question comes from. It comes this question comes from a pissed off Ducks fan. I can't see what your um, what your actual name is, but yeah, this this is it. So, should the Angels keep Max Stassi? Yes. Uh, yes, I, I think so too. I think that he's a guy that you build around. I don't think there are too many guys out there. Even if you get 700 innings, 800 innings out of Stassi, I'll take that over the next best option, which is trading for William Contreras or William Contreras. Like that—that's that's the next option. That—that's also what was happening this last offseason. Remember that? Oh yeah, absolutely. And so. I—I think you keep Max Stassi and you bring in another defensive-minded catcher that you don't have to worry about taking his job. And you kind of just say, like, a, lef- honestly, a lefty bat. Just bring a lefty bat behind the dish. Bring back Jason Castro. I, I don't mind the lefty bat, but like, what, what's wrong with uh, the Indians guy? Roberto Perez. Exactly. Perez? Really good defensively. Subpar bat. Like, I'm fine with that guy as a backup. Hundred percent. If if he's catching seventy to eighty games, like. I'm not sitting there going, oh, crap, we have this guy catching tonight. Like, he can't call a game. He can't block. He can't – oh, he can't do anything. Like, at least with him, it's like, okay, this is Max Stassi without the bat. And that's what we traded for when we traded for Max Stassi three and a half years ago. And to bring up the point, you know, that I know you're trying to get at, I, I like Kurt Suzuki. He's a great person. He really is. It's fun to see, you know, Cal State Fullerton guy. He. I didn't throw any names. What? I didn't throw any names out I, there. I know, I know, and I know where you were leaning towards. I it, it's it was tough to watch that this year. It really was. It was tough to watch. It was, it was almost like he was overmatched catching, and that's tough to do. You know, like that. It it was almost like me going back there and catching Shohei Otani. So it felt like sometimes he didn't know what was coming, and and and. and like I said, I don't want to bag on Suzuki because, like I said, fantastic guy. I love the Cal State Fullerton thing. I loved watching him at Cal State Fullerton. Great, you know, he, he was, you know, one of the one of those guys that you kind of look up to as a kid. I know, you know, we went to a lot of Cal State Fullerton games, so you know that that is what it is. And that was a long time ago, but yeah, and it just he looked overmatched, and it was just, it really was just tough to watch that, you know. And and he's gonna get a job somewhere, and he's gonna probably end up being a manager somewhere, honestly, because. He's a catcher and he he understands the game, so 
It is what it is. Let's get on to our next question here. Uh, this question comes from, God, I'm going to butcher this last name so bad. I'm so sorry, Steve. This next question comes from Steve. I'm just going to say Steve because I know he knows what his name is. This next question comes from Steve. Which free agent shortstop should the Angels sign? I'm going to say it now. I don't think they're going to sign a free agent shortstop. I think they're going to go trade for one. I think that's going to be one of the first moves this offseason. I don't know where they go. I, I really don't. I'd love to see the Angels go get Nick Ahmed and, and a prospect and, and kind of call it a day there. I think that, that is, that's a nice fit. I think that the, the, there's a, the Diamondbacks have a surplus there. So mine, mine is going to be Nick Ahmed. I think that, you know, defensive minded shortstop doesn't, doesn't hit very well, but maybe a change of scenery could be, could be pretty good for him. Nate? You have to say your other guy. He's a free agent. You have to say his name. Oh, okay, fine. Javi Baez. No, say his name. I said Javi Baez. No, your guy is Chris Taylor. Don't give me that. That's fine. Chris Taylor is my next. That is that is my next option. I I could see that happening too. You put him at shortstop. You kind of you kind of move him and you kind of have a three way move up the middle. You can have Renifo. You can have uh, Fletcher. You can have Chris Taylor. I, I I could see David Fletcher being a shortstop, Mike Stefanik playing at second base, Brennan Davis is an option. I mean it's it's gonna be very, very interesting. I, I don't I don't know. I really don't. Like this is one of the first times that I have no idea what they're gonna do at shortstop. They have so many options. It it Carlos Correa could be the starting shortstop come next year. I, I just don't know. Nate, what do you got? I think Carlos Correa's got a one percent chance because I think he's going to be in a Detroit Tiger uniform. But I do agree. But there, that is a chance. You gave it a chance. I did say one percent. Um, if I got to pick of the shortstops, Trevor Story is my favorite of them. Uh, I know I'm a I, I'm a huge Corey Seager fan. I think he's really really good. I just don't think he stays on the field enough, and that's a big deal to me, especially playing shortstop. It's really hard to replace that. So. Trevor Story would be the guy to go get if we if we're talking big, um, but if we're gonna talk like someone that you can get fairly cheap, I think we gave him about three to five million in our uh, prediction. I go get Freddie Galvis. The guy's been really good everywhere he's been. He plays really really good defense. Now he's not gonna hit out of his mind. He hit all right for Baltimore. Hit okay for Philadelphia when he got moved at the deadline. That's a guy that is just going to absolutely play stupid defense and just make the Angels a really good team. I, I think he's Angelton Simmons, but a better guy in the clubhouse. I think when the Phillies found out they were getting Freddie Galvis back, that clubhouse was ecstatic. They loved that guy. Yeah, I like you said, I don't know if it's going to be the big guy. I think it's got to be the right guy. And if the right guy is the big guy, you know, so be it. You know, so be it. So, Nate, you know what I think we're going to do here? I think we're going to make this a two-parter. And and we'll, we'll continue this on Friday just because we have a lot of really interesting questions on, on the next one. And I think a question that we both wanted to bring up, uh, uh, and we'll bring that up on Friday because it was it's something that I think that we've really been talking about that's that's super interesting. And then, then Monday we'll start our off-season plans. So, Guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Really, really do appreciate it. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave us a review. Let us know how we can get better. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you dislike. I, I, I really enjoy hearing that. So, 
Guys, thank you so much for listening. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can follow Nate on Twitter at NateGreen34. Stay tuned for the rest of the questions on Friday. Guys, have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.